welcome everyone to my favorite podcast and also my co-host Kevin's favorite podcast. What are we? TV channeling. Oh. What and the crowd goes, wow. <laughs> you would think you're at the World Cup Women's World Cup games. <laughs> oh, here we go with the bad sports personship. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's keep it moving. Yeah, because we're not about sports, but I do enjoy a good soccer game. In yeah, any so case, they needed to be socked. But anyway, let's, anyway, let's <laughs> less less the uh, league comes after us. Let's keep going. <laughs> We're controversial here on TV channel. <laughs> no, Kevin is controversial here. See, don't don't be trying to put me this we me in with the we. <laughs> okay, fine. You know what? You're safe from Common because Common came after people that had issues with uh with the women's soccer team. Oh really? Yes, he did. So he's after me apparently because I I do not have good things to say. I knew I was like common. Anyway, <laughs> here we go. Uh, today we have a great this is a really interesting show, and Kevin is going to tell us all about it. Kevin. All right, our bad girls and boys of summer 2019 series continues with a review of Netflix new series Trinkets. So, uh, before um, I tell you about that, <laughs> what's so funny? The way you said trinkets. <laughs> trinkets. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm sorry. After we review that show and my co-host is done making fun of me, we're going to talk about the latest entertainment news. So, first up is our review of Trinkets, and let me tell you a little bit about the show. And when I say a little bit, I am not kidding. This is the synopsis that Netflix provided. An unexpected friendship forms when three teenage girls meet in Shoplifters Anonymous. And we're done. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Netflix, really? That is it. Well, I guess ask me what I think. Well, anyway, (laughs) again, they meet the criteria for being our summer bad girls because they are stealing anything that isn't nailed down. So, Tachi, what did you think of Netflix original series, Trinkets? (laughs) 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 You knew not to do that. Netflix better hire me quick. (laughs) I know, because if people don't enjoy the shows, at least they'll laugh at the way you say Trinkets. (laughs) Oh, goodness. So, Trinkets. Now... Kevin, at first, when I turned it on, I was like, he did this on purpose because he knows how I detest teenage angst. But what about when those teenagers are bad girls? Well, you you had a little bit of a saving grace there because I started to watch. And I said, you know, this is actually because here was my initial thought was it was going to be. Oh, and you know what? We got to have 25 minutes on the clock. Damn that clock. Oh, Tick, tick, tick. I have been blocked so many times by that clock. Well, and I enjoy it each and every time. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) I do. Some say a little too much. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? This is going to be my retribution um, for for you making me uh, do teen watching teen dramas. So, (laughs) and then (laughs) I I, uh, was, again... I, I am not a fan of teen dramas because usually it's to me manufactured drama where I'm like, huh, what problems do you have besides going to school? What? So, you know, usually in the ones we see. So I'm like, okay, then. So I start to watch. And what I notice is that it's less about kleptomania and thievery than it is about the lives of these three individuals and they have some pretty heavy stuff that's going on it's not anything that we necessarily yes i cheated i watched more than one uh (laughs) the the episodes are are pretty brief so i was able to watch oh and something else i need to go back and say was this was also co-produced with awesomeness tv now if you don't know anything about awesomeness tv they are a millennial centered network and they really are a network of youtube channels so this is really aimed at the youtube generation and awesomeness tv is familiar in fact i had an opportunity to interview the founder of awesomeness tv so this is why this is uh, interesting to me so it's not just dealing about their thievery because oh hell here we go teen stealing what else is new what, what the hell do you have to steal for? Oh my god! 
Teens tailing because you feel entitled. What the hell else is new? So that's what I was thinking. But when you really look at, at what happens, you know, the um, all the different uh, help me with the um, the name of well, LD, LD, LD as in melody. That's how I because I was like, when I first read, I'm like, what the hell is their name? LD, and I was like, yeah, let's suppose I don't know what the backstory behind that is, but like melody, right, without the M. So, the funny thing is, they describe her as a high school kleptomaniac. And she moves from Albuquerque uh, to Portland to be with her dad because her mother has died in an accident. So you know she's oh, no. all. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, not, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Her her mother died because we she mentions being in the the hospital when uh, she uh, she ends up getting caught shoplifting and she goes to her first uh, uh, kleptomaniacs anonymous uh, meeting. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh my god, Tasha. Anyway, it's a very serious. Uh, it, it's very anyway, serious. so um, uh, when she goes, she tells the uh, the story about the first time she steals uh, something, uh, and it was really interesting to hear her talk about it because she said she. She was it was an accident the first time she stole she was in a uh a hospital cafeteria and um she grabbed a uh a packet of uh, a, uh, a pack of starburst and then she realized when she was outside of the cafeteria that she hadn't paid for it oh and by the way it's not a sponsor starburst but if you want to give us a couple of bucks we'll mention you more anyway um and free packages of starburst Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um just strawberry for me, thanks. But anyway, um so uh she said uh something that was really interesting. I love the way she put it. She's uh uh she said um let's see, how did she put it? Okay, um after stealing uh, anyway, so she accidentally walks out of the cafeteria and she realizes she has she it's gone. She goes, if uh, she goes, I felt like I deserved it. She was. She goes, I should have taken it back, but I felt like I deserved it. And she said, if uh, if the force, if if the if there are forces in the universe that can just randomly take people away, then there should be forces that can randomly give you free stuff. And that was the beginning of her kleptomania. <laughs> Uh, which was kind of interesting. It, it was interesting, but that's exactly when I, w- I was like, mm, okay, well, where is this going? And it makes you know that there is a difference brain-wise between, you know, something going on be- when people feel good or feel that rush or whatever after taking something that's not theirs whereas i looked at myself and i am just the opposite i have gone by mistake you know how you put things on the bottom of the cart when you're shopping yeah and i know that's happened i think to a lot of us where you you pay for all stuff that's in the top of the cart but the thing in the bottom that you forget to put it up there they don't notice it and all you're outside and then uh you have to go back in i'm like oh i forgot to pay for this water or whatever and and i march myself right back in because i just feel too guilty i'm like oh no that's when a house falls on you when you keep stuff that's not yours so i would get all the way to the car and say damn it i didn't pay but i will either go and I'm like, look, I took this by mistake. Take it back, or I will pay for it if I really want it. So, I was going to say, but one thing I love is how the show kind of gave us visually, let us see the experience of somebody shoplifting and what it feels like. Because uh, Elodie is new at this school, like we, like Tachi said, she after her mother's uh, sudden death, she leaves her hometown and and goes to live in Portland. And so she's the new girl and um, she's not fitting in too well. She uh, goes to this house party that she wasn't invited to. She shows up. That's another thing. That house that the house party was in, those parents, whoever allowed that that to happen in that house, that house was spectacular. Spectacular. And for those of you who don't know, Kevin does um, House Hunters International by watching <laughs> <laughs> by watching uh, films and TV shows. He house shops and house. I hunts. absolutely do, and I would have and I would have put down a down payment with a quickness with that house. And you know that the parents had to co-sign because they had an ice sculpture luge thing in, at this party for these uh, rowdy teens. So somebody's parents co-signed on this mistake. But anyway, but after uh, Melody uh, Elodie goes to this party and 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 really isn't accepted by the kids she like leaves and she's kind of walking home 
by herself dejected and then you all of a sudden you see her see this convenience store and the light from it glows on her like a halo and the look on her face when she sees it and she walks inside and it's lit like a regular convenience store it's lit like with fluorescent lighting and and in the background the music is playing everlasting love and then as she starts to steal the lights dim and there's like a spotlight on her as she's stealing and the music turns up and you hear everlasting love blaring and she's like she has this like literally this uh this euphoric this orgasmic look on her face as she's putting these things in her pocket and like okay you can you really see what this is giving her um by stealing and she gets caught and that's how she ends up being forced to go to this uh 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 kleptomaniacs anonymous group because there was an incident back home in albuquerque her father thought that that was a one-time thing after the death of her mother but apparently it's an ongoing thing so she ends up meeting two other girls they go to her school there's uh, one girl uh, named Tabitha who is super insanely ritzy and very moneyed. And the actress who plays her is, like, just astonishingly beautiful. She's gorgeous. Disturbingly so. It's like, you should not be real. Um, and the one of the there was a really great line about how, how insanely pretty she is, where uh, one of the girls at the school, uh, when, uh, when uh, Elodie asked about her, she says, uh, and her boyfriend, she says, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, how did she put it she said something about the fact that they um, they both realized that they were the hottest kids in their school and decided just to be cliche and go out with each other yeah <laughs> like what else are they gonna do we're, we're both so insanely good looking we, we are forced to be with each other no one no, no one exactly. else is good enough for us well we're, we have to be together <laughs> exactly but you know what the funny thing is i don't necessarily find him that attract not 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 saying that he's not but um you know what it is it's like when we watched uh th- that show that got canceled that we loved so much about the therapist oh um um a uh, um, jewel uh, uh uh was it a gypsy gypsy so you remember the assistant to the husband yeah okay yes the she anybody paired against her would just fail. Oh no, you that, know what no, I'm saying? No, if that guy is standing by himself, he is a beautiful work right. of art. His he has that jawline that is chiseled out of marble. But when you stand next to Tabitha, there's no comparison. So that's, that's the, yeah. You know how some people are just too beautiful for their own good. That well, that's, yeah, but the, that's but see, it. when it comes to all the boys in the school, he is the apex. And she's the apex. No, she's a much higher apex. But right. again, there is no better looking boy at their school than him. So she is forced to be with him, well, which is this? very sad for her. It's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> very sad. I mean, on top of the fact that I think the thing that made him uglier was his treatment of her. So he was not very kind in being treated. It's like they were together for show after a while and they were on again, off again quite a bit. And he is is uh, actually abusive. Oh yeah, no, he absolutely no. She has bruises on her arm from him grabbing her. And um, the one thing that I think that's really interesting is they're showing the kind of the uh, Tabitha's character. She seems to have a dual life, and she seems to know it because one of the things that's kind of interesting, I thought, unless I missed misunderstood this. She has an Instagram account, and she and like her photos with her and her boyfriend get tons of likes. And she's leading this picture-perfect Instagram life, but she has another account where she's doing photography or whatever that's, that, that is, does not have her name attached to it. So it's like she has this account that's the real her, the internal, the, the internal her, the deep her, mm-hmm. the her that's her that basically, for some reason, even though she's like insanely rich, that is a shoplifting for to get some kind of rush or something. And then there's the public her that's the most the cutest girl in, in the in the school with the cute dating the cutest boy who has the coolest car. She has everything on the surface that you think a teen would want to and could to be happy. Speaking of everything she could possibly want. Oh my God! When they showed Tabitha in her bedroom, and they showed the view that Tabitha looks out on in her bedroom, this incredibly like the she's on like on some cliffside looking down at the rest of Portland. I didn't know there were cliffsides of Portland that you could look down on the on the on the peasants below and the twinkling lights by night. That view is so spectacular, Tachi. I would push a nun holding an orphan in front of a bus for a room with that view. Here's the thing. 
No teenager should have a view that good. Unless the entire place has wonderful, spectacular views. I'm like, why is that her view? Oh, my guess is every room in that house. I, 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 I'm sure when we see more of that house, I'm, I, and if I, I'll, spoiler alert, I'm gonna watch, have to watch more of the show, just see more of her house. That's, for no other reason, I need to see more of Tabitha's house ASAP. Um, uh, I'm sure just nothing but windows as far as the eye can see. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's a beautiful, very very northwest. I was about to say Northwest Territories, but it's a, it's a very Pacific Northwest style home. It's actually very beautiful. Oh, and also, if you're like me, a fanboy of Portland, the city looks gorgeous. As the girls are like walking down the street after they leave the meeting, uh, their uh, their Shoplifters Anonymous meeting, and they're like just walking around Portland when when her father's driving her to the thing through Port. Portland is spectacularly beautiful. It looks so great uh, uh, in this uh, in this show, and um, so it's tons of eye candy if you're a, if you're a fan of the Pacific Northwest. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So um, let's see what else. Um, the so the girls uh, uh, meet. Uh, even though they're they're very different kinds of girls, three of them meet, and when they uh, leave the the meeting for Shoplifters Anonymous, apparently it does not take because they end up all going through the same store, and they decide, hey, since we're here, why don't we shoplift, and we'll have a competition. Whoever steals the most valuable thing, winner takes all. And so seeing, uh, first of all, this show, don't let your, if you have, if you're having issues with your kids, you're not, they're looking a little shifty. Do not let them watch this show because they'll get a lot of pointers. I know I picked up a few things. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> seeing how they go about their, uh, about, about their uh, craft was, uh, was interesting and kind of shocking. Um, the way that Elodie basically, uh, uh she puts a, a scarf on a little girl's backpack when she's walking out with her mother it sets off the alarm and as the alarm's ringing and and the, they're looking through the bag of the of the little girl and her mother elodie just breezes out my thing is like how long has she been doing this and studying this that she knows these things will work well we know that she's been doing it for a while because we see later when she opens up a suitcase she's just literally i guess like the the next best thing to stealing is looking at your treasure chest so she has a suitcase full of trinkets so (laughs) (laughs) and she's like she's like rubbing her all she's touching it and like rubbing like almost precious yes (laughs) she was touching it all so she's been she's now she's been doing it for a while or she's just very very good because yeah she has a few tricks up her sleeve Yes, 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 yes. I but again, I I'm lost time wise because is it that she's taking a whole bunch of stuff at one time because she has a lot of said trinkets. So is she taking a lot at one time because it feels like she she just moved there, right? She's new. So how long has she been doing this? I'm like, has this been before? Her mother passed away because it seems like she has a lot of stuff. So well, I she was. I, that's one. I'm waiting to get a timeline because it's like, uh, was there an accident or did her mother have like cancer or something, or how long was her mother in the hospital? Because she was in the hospital when she first took something. So was she was she going to the hospital for days, for weeks, and then after the first time she started stealing at that point. So I'm guessing it feels like she's been at that school. I'm guessing for like a month or so. So I can say this because I did watch a little ahead. So I. I'm I mean, spoiler alert for you. She she did. She was in an accident. Oh, okay. So there's yeah. So was it a link to? So did she get in the accident and then like die five minutes or day after the accident, or was she lingering for a while, or was it pretty quick? That's what we don't know. So okay. you're right. It could be that she was around for a little while and then passed away, or it could have been you know within days uh, that we don't know yet but i i guess i'm always think because i saw that uh, it's an accident i'm like okay i wonder if this happened quickly for in my mind i'm thinking it happened quickly so i'm like well how does she have time to steal this uh this uh, jewelry store full of uh <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I, when you're, I guess when you're a, a, you're a troubled teen who's now, you know, kind of an orphan because, you know, even though she has her dad, her dad seems kind of kind and well-meaning, but he just seems kind of clueless about how the depths of how disturbed this girl is. Um, so she's, she definitely feels very alone, uh, very dejected, and she just, uh, I don't know how long it's taking her, if she, if she goes on binges, where she goes to several stores in one day, does she go to one store and take, like, you know, five or six bracelets and, and three or four pairs of earrings? I have no idea exactly how she's doing it, but she, whatever she's doing, she's doing it well. Yes. <laughs> but she has been caught twice. We, she was at least caught once in Albuquerque. That's why her father knows about that. And then she was caught in the convenience store um, stealing like a Slim Jim or something. Yeah. My thing is... Um, I, so here's, here's, here's the thing that we have to um, look at with this. You know, teens are very impressionable. And, you know, remember, just as with 13 Reasons Why... There's the whole kind of controversy with that because it, it, not that it showed you what to do in terms of suicide, but it, it gave you an insight into what someone was thinking and what happened and how. So, you know, you actually had like a little bit of a spike because of that. I'm wondering what this would do in terms of shoplifting. Well, if, if the kids just watch the first episode, there the lesson is this is how you steal and this is <laughs> and it's stealing is fun. Well, well, well and, exactly. And stealing helps you meet new friends. Exactly. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, exactly. Because at least with 13 reasons why they had, you know, some disclaimers that they were like if you need to talk, you know, that type of thing. I don't see. Oh yeah, no. At the end of the episode, there wasn't no, like. And if you have a problem with shoplifting, nope, nothing. nothing. Is, I don't see anything. Check out about the next shop. episode. No, there was no help whatsoever None. to be had. I think that's where my thing comes with. Like, mm, this could go south really quickly if they're yeah, not if, careful. If I had a, if I had a store of any kind, I would, we, I would, I would call my, I, I get in touch with my other uh, fellow shop owners, and we would do a gr- uh, class action lawsuit against Netflix because <laughs> every sexy teen uh, in the high school is going to be. It's gonna be trifle, uh, rifling through your stores, stealing stuff left and right after watching this show. Absolutely, and that we don't want. <laughs> that we do not want. The views expressed by Awesomeness TV, Netflix, and Trinkets <laughs> are not necessarily the views of TV channeling. <laughs> For the first time, we can be on the side of right in the law. Yay, so. <laughs> thank you. Because earlier when I was talking about pushing a nun and an orphan in front of a bus, you were like, you were cool with that. But when... <laughs> but the job no, wait, did I miss you is... talking about an orphan in front of a bus? <laughs> yeah, I said I said for Tabitha's view, I would push an or- a nun holding an orphan in front of a bus to get that view. Oh, I, you know what? It's just hitting me now, and the views expressed by Kevin are not necessarily the views of TV channeling. Let me get that out before we finish. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Tachi. Uh, um, I am going to try for the first time to beat the clock oh. and ask you the question that you know I love to ask. When it comes to Netflix's new original drama, Trinkets, oh. <laughs> are you going to keep watching or are you going to change the channel? I'm actually going to keep watching. You know I hate teen angsty stuff, but this has less teen angst. As I started to watch on, you really see not just teenagers, but individuals that have real problems. And not that I want to watch people with problems, but it's not just a a, a typical teenage angsty thing that I hate. <laughs> so I am going to keep watching because it does develop nicely. And for you, my friend, when it comes to Netflix's, I can't say it like you, so I'll just say trinkets. Are you going to keep watching or change the channel? Well, I'm going to say one thing. I agree with you that there at the beginning of the episode when I saw like a high school, I'm like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. when and, and whenever there's somebody standing by a locker and another person goes like, hey, what are you, are you going to the party? I'm like, oh, here we go. Exactly. I'm not. I'm out. I'm tapping out, you guys. I'm sorry, can't finish it. But then I kept going, and one of the reasons uh, that I kept going and watched the whole first episode is uh, the actress who plays. Elodie, um, it actually her name is uh, Brianna um, uh, Hiddle, uh, uh, Hilde, Hildebrand. Um, anyway, for those of you who may not know her, she actually 
uh, uh, was uh, that the uh, uh, the badass uh, mutant teen uh, in uh, with a shaved head in Deadpool? That was her. Was and that al- her? That's her. And also, she was uh, uh, the orphan with an attitude uh, in the second and final season of Fox's The Exorcist, and she was incredible in that. You probably didn't watch it, but I'm no. telling you, her the performance she put in uh, in The Exorcist, the television show was beyond good and so she's what kept me going i'm immediately emotionally invested in her i immediately got invested in tabitha and the third girl whose name i can't remember she's interesting because i love the kind of thing that she is posing as if she is a stoner kid but she also is secretly on the down low a super good student yeah and so she's hiding how smart she is from from her loser friends which is really kind of cool and um i i like that kind of a surprise about who she ultimately is and she also has a secret on the down low boyfriend who's kind of interesting so i'm i I have to admit i'm surprised i'm saying this but when it comes to these badass girls of summer i'm gonna keep watching train i'm surprised at myself too because like you i wanted to check out but uh you know as you keep watching it develops really nicely so yay for trinkets yeah for trinkets we're our our bad girls of summer is a pretty uh uh, pretty bad this year We're, we're, we're we're enjoying these bad girls we are we are we are all right so on from bad girls of summer to some good and bad news (laughs) <laughs> All right, so Tachi, what was going on in the world of entertainment this week? So for those of you that are interested in uh, directing eventually, you're going to be happy to know that Sony Pictures Television has launched their sixth annual Diverse Directors Program. This is pretty cool. So they've started taking applications. This is the sixth one. And a part of their overall strategy is to identify and engage emerging talent from a wide range of backgrounds. They're going to select up to 15 semifinalists uh, from as many as 300 participants because they get a lot of of applications for this. So it's basically an episodic directing workshop and it's evenings of discussion and instruction from working directors, production personnel, and entertainment professionals. This is pretty cool. So the finalists will then be able to shadow TV directors on various Sony Pictures television sets. So this is really cool. Last year, let's talk a little bit about some of last year's finalists. They worked on series including School, The Goldbergs, and SWAT after shadowing on uh and after shadowing on the Goldbergs, Nora Kilpatrick, who is one of the diversity fellows, is now booked to direct an episode for an upcoming season. Wow, pretty cool. Yeah, so it's like a pipeline into directing. And again, they're looking for diverse voices from all different backgrounds. So you could go ahead and if you're interested, you they start uh, today through July 21st. You could go to uh, ST, SPT for Sony Pictures Television, DiverseDirectors.com. So SPT, DiverseDirectors.com. I don't know, Tachi. I th- I think that our voices are pretty diverse. Yes, so we might have to give uh give them a shout out. Let, let's 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 do it. Let's do it. All so right. on from uh, the directing academy and diverse directors on to the television academy, and they've disqualified a few in quotes members for block voting so there's some members who've been taking part in block voting during emmy nomination voting according to academy excuse me chairman and ceo frank Sherma, and said this um last week on the third day of voting this is the statement the television academy has disqualified a few members who were engaged in the early stages of a block voting strategy for the first round of emmy voting says Sherma in a statement. This is a direct violation of our rules of competition and our member code of conduct. This type of activity will not be tolerated. The Emmy stands for excellence and the integrity of this award is of paramount importance to the television industry. We continue to be diligent in our efforts to ensure the fairness of the competition In addition to our own rigorous safeguards, our independent auditors at EY monitor Emmy voting for potential improprieties. 
So they didn't say specifically whose members' votes were disqualified or detail the type of activity exactly or how it was discovered, though it's suggesting that a group of allied members cast identical votes. So that's what block booking or block voting, everybody does like the same ones. Well, I've always suspected that this was the kind of thing that goes on. So I wonder how many years people have gotten away with this because it's always been surprising to me, especially with uh, as diverse of a, a landscape in television as we have now, how some of the same shows get nominated year after year after year. And it's just like there's so many shows. There's so many actors. How do the same five shows and six actors and actresses get nominated this consistently? It can't be every year their performance is that stellar when there's other yes you can have a stellar performance and you can be a great actor but there's other actors and other things to look at so i've always wondered if there were some shenanigans going on i wouldn't be surprised if, uh, with like like in other elections vladimir putin might have something to do with it <laughs> you know what here we go <laughs> i just i'm just saying he's had some success in some other arenas so why wouldn't he affect the emmys too and i will say the views expressed by kevin are not necessarily <laughs> the view of tv channel <laughs> you're gonna get us in serious legal trouble okay i'm just saying i don't know allegedly yeah Alleg- let me throw that in you. there if you allegedly. put allegedly, we're absolved of everything. Oh, look, okay, you know what? Those those TV channeling attorneys are looking at me, so allegedly, there, there you, you go. go. Thank you, thank you. So, yeah, um, interesting indeed. I'm, 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 um, I, I guess had always assumed that this is, you know, people rally around things, and I kind of assumed that they had their private conversations, and even though that's against the thing, that it went, that that's what happened anyway. I just kind of assumed that. But I guess... Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I am absolutely sure that this has been happening before, but I wonder if this was so elaborate that they could not, you know, look away, they couldn't uh, turn a blind eye to it. I don't know. But I, this does not surprise me at all. I just wonder how regular occurrence this is and how big this was and how they wouldn't even give numbers exactly how many people um you know lost their voting privileges i'd love to know they didn't say how many as again as i said they also didn't say who Oh, I, knew I, were, I knew they were going to say who, but right. I, would, I would at least like numbers to get an idea of just how big of a scope this actually is. They said a few. The numbers are a few. Okay. <laughs> so, so does well, that mean three? Does that mean four people? I don't know. I need more information. Yeah, you know, because you know what? A few doesn't sound right, Tachi, because three and four is not a block. Three people <laughs> voting the same is not a block. So it, I think it's more than a few. Probably, but to lessen the impact, they're going to say a few, and that's the story, and they're sticking to it for now until they get caught with more. So, I, you know, my thing is, these are the times when you're all for, all for, in a sense, AI picking things out. But then again, we know that artificial intelligence is created by humans, and as long as humans have bias, that interjects bias into technology. So, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I think I move on to the next story, I guess. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. Okay, so here's your favorite of yours. Uh-oh. Yesterday was Father's Day, and by the way, happy Father's Day to everybody who is a father or a father figure. You're a father to TV channeling, so happy Father's Day. Oh, thank you, Tashi. Yeah. <laughs> my baby TV channeling and my and my new uh, child last weekly they there they gave me cards. My other podcast. I was I was so moved. No neckties. Anyway. <laughs> no neckties. Just <laughs> just cards made with love. Oh, so there was a very particular Father's Day message that came out on the internet yesterday twitter i believe right yeah yes um bill cosby had a father's day message on father's day this is some real this is some real interesting stuff there's a post of an old video of cosby talking about slavery and racism in the classroom with the caption hey 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 it's america's dad i know it's late but to all the dads It's an honor to be called a father. So let's take today, 
a renewed oath to fulfilling our purpose, strengthening our families and communities. Yeah, what about taking an oath not to drug and rape people? I just, I I can't, I just can't. Is that what America's dad does? Apparently. And you know what? The the America's dad moniker was something that I guess one of his, I'm sure one of his publicists dreamed up in the first friggin' place. And the fact that he's going to try and dust that off, (laughs) because it is soiled. It, 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 there is not there is not enough uh, a detergent there is not an, a good enough washer to clean that tile off when it comes to him i have no idea who gave him access to some kind of device to tweet or if he called somebody and asked him to tweet this this is ridiculous and also the video with this whole slavery thing you know what trying to pull out this whole black card and trying to get absolved or something nice try not falling for it uh, nobody with a brain is yeah, crawl back into the hole that you crawled out of. I just, I, I, I am so through. There was a time in history when people that did despicable things, once it was brought to light, they would feel something called shame. It's something that a lot of people don't Kevin, understand. Kevin, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Because I, I lost you. There was a time when what? There was a time when there was a little something called shame. Okay. Uh, and people would f- experience it when their despicable acts would come to light and they would crawl into the shadows <laughs> because of this feeling of sensation of shame. Uh, apparently, there's been some kind of immunity built up to this feeling. I mean, uh, the current president, he has... <laughs> insane immunity to it he has no ability in fact he's some kind of shame paraplegic he can't feel it well when and, you have no soul I mean. <laughs> well that probably helps but another blast from our despicable past made his way onto twitter as well as bill cosby and that is one ornthal simpson yes oj burst onto twitter over the weekend and said that he has a lot of people to get even with in a video that he posted on Twitter. And I'm like, what? Go the F away. And especially to come onto the social media uh, the, uh, during the anniversary of the week that he, mur- uh, uh, 25 years ago, he murdered his ex-wife and a random guy who was bringing her some sunglasses. Okay, murdered- um, allegedly? Uh, uh, okay, first of all, you know what? I don't think I have to say allegedly because he was found guilty in a, uh, what do you call it? In a civil action. So I don't think I have to say allegedly. In fact, I think I'm, you know what? One of the uh, uh, TV channeling legal team is winking at me. So I think I can say it. Mm. I'm not going to I'm not gonna even say allegedly. I'm going to say with with uh, lead pipe certainty, murderer. In fact, I'm surprised he isn't guest starring on How to Get Away with Murder with Viola Davis because, yeah, he knows how. So we're going to stop this trajectory of <laughs> of, of, of shame and um, go Wait, back. The point is, yeah, they need to leave social media ASAP. I don't need Bill Cosby on there. I don't need uh, Orenthal. Go away. Okay. Well, I need to uh, go on. As some Twitter users said in response to Cosby, uh, they simply asked why. And others were very blunt, calling him a rapist and posting gifs of outrage and confusion. And according to the New York Times, Cosby's spokesperson, who's Andrew Wyatt, released a statement that the actor-comedian requested that the message be posted on his social media accounts in support of a group called Man Up. So there's the answer to, you know, how and why he requested this. So, yeah, yeah, I... Whoever's in that part of that group, why would you want... The last person I would want to help, you know, shine a light on our group about uh, about fatherhood and standing up for our families would be Bill Cosby. They, well, Maybe O.J. Simpson. What are the, what are the, both of them would be the last people I would think of. So you're not doing us any favors by mentioning us. So again, go away. You know, they did. They, they he maybe he didn't ask. Uh, you know, maybe he said, "I'm just going to do it as important." They they didn't ask. And they're like, 
We didn't ask. Well, they, well, they, well, they need to publicly renounce him because if he, if, if again, if tomorrow Bill Cosby released a statement going, my favorite entertainment podcast is TV channeling, and my favorite two co-hosts are Tachi and Kevin, I'd be like, we have nothing to do with him. I disavow him. In fact, it's making me question how good our show is that this rapist is a fan of it. And see, I wouldn't, I, I'd be annoyed because I'm like, now you're just making more work. Now I have to sit there and write a, 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 that I denounce you. That please. So, In fact, I, I, it goes beyond denouncing. I rebuke thee. <laughs> so it's just I can't get further enough away from him. So whatever this this group needs to basically make it known that they are not they're not standing with this this serial rapist over literally over decades he drugged and raped women. So again, go away. You're in jail. Go away. I agree. Go away. There's no need to hear like I don't even really care about the OJ Twitter story because it's like mm-hmm, great and so so it's like they like you said they won't go away, but um, in terms of social media and getting ahead of social media, Bella Thorne on Saturday she posted a number of topless photos to her social media account. After a hacker alleged, an alleged hacker threatened to release the images. So the actress's Twitter account was apparently hacked on Thursday. Hmm. So a number of uncharacteristic tweets, some with racist language, were posted to the account, which has more than 6.6 million followers. And so the profile picture was also changed to that of a man. The tweets have been deleted and the picture returned, but it seems that it didn't end there for her. So for the last, she said this, for the last 24 hours, I have been threatened with my own nudes. She wrote in a note posted to Twitter with screenshots of text messages and with the, with the alleged hacker. I feel gross. I feel watched. I feel someone has taken something from me that I only wanted one special person to see. She also said that the alleged hacker sent her nude photos that he had of other stars. So he sent to her photos that he had of other stars. So Sunday, Thorne told The Hollywood Reporter that while angry and hurt, she believes the person who hacked her is a juvenile who made a poor choice. So she's trying to be understanding. What? He, she said, <laughs> she said, this kid sounds like he's 17 as much as I'm so angry and wanted to F him up over doing this to people, I just wanted to teach him a lesson. He's still a kid and we still make mistakes. This mistake is a bad one, but I don't want some 17 year old's whole life ruined because he wasn't thinking straight and was being a dumb A. Well, you know what? I gotta, I gotta say, I gotta give Bella Thorne a lot of credit, more credit than I would have, because I'd be like, destroy him. So the, uh, the, the fact that he's done this to not just her, but other women as well, and the fact that she's trying to give him a pass to me uh, is beyond me. Because how is he going to learn to not do this if he's getting away with it over and over again? And people keep, I guess he can maybe he'll stop getting passes once he turns eighteen, if he really even is only seventeen. Um, I don't even know if that's even correct the information that she has or the, 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 what she's supposing. Um, if he's made it look as if he's only seventeen, I have no idea. But I will say, good on her for taking her own power back and releasing the photos and refusing to be blackmailed. Uh, and have them hanging over her head. I do have to say one thing about this story that I am truly baffled by. And I know I'm going to get blowback. Because I've gotten blowback privately when these kinds of things have come up. I don't understand people who are famous. Because there was a whole thing with... Uh, uh, What's her name? Uh, the, the Hunger Games, Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence, where someone hacked into her phone or something like that and got all these new pictures of her that she was uh, sending to her boyfriend or whatever. And what I don't understand about this is if this if a you're already dating this person, they've seen you naked and will see you naked and experience you naked in 3D. So the idea that you need to document it and send it to them constantly naked pictures of you when they are, will have access to your naked body on the regs. Then 
that I'm honestly baffled by that. So, and also when you're insanely famous, the idea that there are people actually actively trying to get into your devices. And every other day we see a story on the news that somebody famous is house has been broken into because they're constantly sharing on the social media where they are. So, Oh, Oh, so-and-so's in Paris. Let me go rob their house. Um, so, <laughs> so, so I, I don't know. I'm specific. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, baffled by the fact that that these famous people keep taking nude photos of themselves and leaving them on their devices or whatever i don't understand what they're thinking so unless you want everybody to see everything when you are super famous do not take nude photos because they will get out and even with regular people how many times have we seen this whole revenge porn thing when you broke up with somebody and all of a sudden they're putting your porn the pictures you took with them or they took of you out there into the universe so unless you want if when you take a picture you've got to think do i want everyone to see this picture am i cool with that because if you're gonna put it on any kind of electronic device you need to think of it that way nothing is sacred let's just know that uh i you have to expect that whatever you put out into the ethers of the internets or on social media can be found even if you erased it it's not gone for good so the best course of action think before you put something up be proud of what you put up even if it's just a private thing there's no such thing as private so you you have to be very careful in this day and age with your information if it's something you don't want people to know even if it's a private conversation don't send it that, yeah, exactly. That's all, that's I, 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 I'm just I am baffled at these famous people that are that are still doing this and being surprised each time these this because this keeps happening. Fame, so stop it. Stop, fame does yeah. not equal common sense. At yeah. All. Why don't DM your boyfriend nude photos? He can see you. You know. In fact, that's another thing. Just tell him. By the way, if you want to see me naked, I, I, my body is at my house. I'll see you when you get here. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, you know, finally with this, I think I I 100% agree with you. I don't care whether he's 17, 13, 27, or 75. The fact is that in this climate that we're in now, this type of thing is heavily persecuted now, and it's not a lot. So by you saying, oh. You mean prosecuted, prosecuted? Yeah, sorry, heavily prosecuted. Well, people are heavily um, are persecuted for this. And need to be prosecuted. And need to be <laughs> prosecuted, right. So they, they are being persecuted. People are being heavily persecuted for this type of behavior now. So it's not helping the movement that you're like, oh, well, why are you sympathizing with him? Exactly. Who I, you, gives yeah, two dams? Yeah, I don't care how old he is. Yeah, 17 is old enough. And the fact that he's done it and then tried to blackmail her, too, for a mistake. Yeah, a mistake is, you know, uh, I don't know. It's, it's not that. When you're blackmailing celebrities and taking nude photos and, 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 and then putting race. And that's something. He put racist stuff on her Twitter account. That can affect her money making as far as um other like sponsors and people dropping her. People unfollowing her thinking that she's putting up this racist stuff. Exactly. So, that's so, slander. No. That and, right there is slander and libel. And you. You can sue him for it, and I would sue him to pieces. I don't give a damn if he has no money. You by giving him, you gave him a pass. This gives him a pass to do whatever the hell he likes, and other next, people to like the next him. Celebrity, to the exactly. next celebrity and other copycats. So you're not helping, Bella Thorne. You're not helping. So I'm glad you took back your power, but it's this is not just about you. Yeah, uh, preach. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I am joining the Church of Touch. Yeah, you'll get some salvation today, you. <laughs> oh my god! And nothing else. Oh, this is blasphemous. <laughs> blasphemous. <laughs> so Tiffany Haddish. So the fallout from Georgia, the Georgia abortion policy, uh, the heartbeat bill, is um, well. It's not a law yet, I don't believe. So it's simply a bill. So Tiffany Haddish has canceled her Atlanta show over the Georgia abortion policy. And she's just the latest celebrity to take a stand against Georgia's new restrictive abortion policy. And again, it's called the heartbeat bill. So Haddish 
canceled this upcoming stand-up show at the Fox Theater in Atlanta in response to the law. And Fox Theater said that they're going to give refunds. So you see how this is starting to hurt people? Because the Fox Theater was like, damn, I'm sure. And according to CNN, she released a statement to uh, ticket holders saying, after much deliberation, I'm postponing my upcoming show in Atlanta. I love the state of Georgia, but I need to stand with women until they withdraw measure HB 481. I cannot in good faith perform there. So this is supposed to go into effect on January 1st. And... We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Other places that have signed this, the governors, Ohio, Kentucky, Louisiana, and Mississippi, hmm, all along the Mississippi River. Isn't that interesting? Um, and in addition to Haddish, Warner Media, Netflix, and Walt Disney, all who have productions in Georgia have come forward to say that they will reconsider filming in Georgia because of the new policy. So we already know all of this. It's, um, the thing is, Georgia keeps putting its foot in its mouth, and it's not just Georgia. But the important thing here is that Georgia has the lion's share of production in the South. In fact, probably most of the production in the South, with the uh, you know the exception of maybe a little in uh, New Orleans and Louisiana, and but most of it is Georgia. Georgia, are you really willing to? Because here's the thing: you're not only doing this um, to women. You're also doing this to the livelihoods of all the people that work there because a lot of the people that work there are um are Georgia people. Even though LA flies a lot of their people out there, there are Georgia people that work there. Plus, a lot of the businesses in Georgia, where they eat lunch, where they do, you're affecting their livelihood too. Oh yeah, the the hotels, the houses that get rented by the st- the stars that are staying there filming. Yeah, all these people are going to be affected by this. Absolutely, and you know, I I do a lot of production in Georgia, in Atlanta specifically. So I see the burgeoning community of creators that are there that will potentially be very hurt by this bill. So not just the creators, not just the crew, not just the actors, but it's like you worked to this point and offered incentives to draw people there. Are you willing then based off of your own ill thought religion, whatever you, you, whatever God you believe in, you, you're willing to let all of that go and hurt so many other people? I think the answer is a hard yes. Yes. And this could go really (laughs) south really quickly with me. So I'm going to stop talking about it. Any other thoughts? No, I, 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 other than I'm, I'm very proud of Tiffany Haddish. I'm glad to me, this, this time in history for people not to stand up and to not, you know, I, I don't, I, I, anybody who isn't quote unquote woke right now, I don't know how hard you are hitting the snooze alarm. All signs, everything around us say that we need to wake up and we need to rise up as a people and say enough and um, fight for, you know, uh, our rights and for a, a, a decent, humane community. And, um, you just can't you can't just kind of sit on the sidelines especially when you have the kind of platform that someone like a tiffany haddish has uh and also as a woman for her just to kind of stand by and be like doesn't affect me i'm gonna keep doing shows and making money here no i'm i'm proud of her i'm so proud of her for pulling out and i hope uh even more people and companies follow suit and there make the, make a price to be paid even if they don't back down if even if georgia doesn't back down let the next state know there is a price to be paid when it comes to tourist dollars as well, do not go there on vacation. If you have family members in a certain state that's doing this kind of thing, you know what? You can come and visit me in my blue state, but I will not be going to visit you in your red state. Thank you very much. Well, I mean, that's the truth. There you go. And um, just to let you know, Kevin, as you were doing your 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 sermon which was wonderful, by the way. Oh, you mean the Church of Kevin? The Church of Kevin. Are we having competing churches now? We have competing churches all under the same umbrella, though. Um, I was hearing Bob Marley's Get Up Stand Up in my head, so thank you for... (laughs) (laughs) I was like, preach! And then Bob Marley started singing, so, you know. Oh, my God. Let's get together and feel all right. Yes. <laughs> so uh, off of that story onto a great story about something that's being re well, not rebooted, but um, a spinoff, actually. Hey, did you ever used to watch the cartoon Daria on MTV? I was all about Daria. Daria in the 90s and me were tight. 
I love Daria as much as I loved all that, you know. So those were some of my 90s shows to watch. Daria was awesome. Well, Daria, um, there's a spinoff uh, called Jody because Jody was a character on Daria. And she's getting a spinoff. It is going to be voiced by who? None other than Tracy Ellis Ross. Now, that is exciting, but I have to say, when I first uh, read about this, I was a little sad for whoever did the original voice of Jody. Is, 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 was she hit by a bus or something? Was she hit by that same bus that that nun holding that orphan got hit by <laughs> that I pushed? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you, okay, well, you know, this is what, you know, as a voice talent myself, voice talent tree is not a word but i'm making it one or a concept voice artistry let's say that has become less and less about the adeptness of the voice actor and more about it being a recognizable voice of somebody famous because how many voiceovers have you heard where it's like oh i know that such and such but this person doesn't necessarily have a great voice. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah, like they have. It's recognizable, a- and also I think part of that is the fact that you, uh, if you have, like, if you do Jody and you have uh, Tracy Ellis Ross doing the voice, she can go out and do press. She can go on talk shows mm-hmm. and talk about it, and people will, you know, book her because she's already a name. But I like the original voice of Jody. I'm a little saddened. I, I, what I, what I am curious about is, will this be a future Jody? Will this be Jody all grown up in her life, or will it, will Jody still be a teenager, uh, uh, an, uh, an overachieving, uh, teen that she was back in the '90s? So I'm curious about that. And- well, it, 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 it says that it's going to follow Jody as she comes into her own and enters the workplace in her first post-college job in tech so this is post high school okay so she is so she's older so maybe that's why they chose to go a different way with the voice but i'm also wondering because i'd heard rumors before that there was there were planning some kind of reboot reimagining of daria so does this mean that the daria reboot reimagining isn't taking place or will it be taking place without jody because if if if, if daria is still in high school then if it's the past like i guess this thing is a post-school then we can still have jody on both shows Good question. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, we need to look at interns. Get on that. Look into it for us. Yes, 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 yes. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Maybe I, I'd like to have it's cool to have a cartoon on both shows. You know what I'm saying? Like star on both shows. Anyway, finally, let's talk. Wait more. a minute. What? Are we talking about finally? Because are we not going to do any? We're not going to talk about the whole of uh, uh, the Empire drama there the with uh, people being arrested and and Lee Daniels throwing people under the bus. None of that. Uh, that was not part of the plan. But if you'd like to talk about it. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm oh, fine. Well, let it go. All right. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. You You, you just mentioned it right there. Okay. So, now, if, if, if people want to hear how I personally feel about the latest Lee Daniels slash uh, Empire drama, please get to me on our Twitter. <laughs> I need to vent. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, and all of a sudden it just be, it just bothered you so much that I'm like, I'm like, but we weren't going to talk about, but that's I okay. That we discussed these stories beforehand, but all right, we did, but not that one, sir. So uh, well, uh, okay, <laughs> fine. So those so, damn interns have screwed our show over again. Again, once again. So let's talk about our final story, despite what Kevin tells you. <laughs> and this is apparently there's a plot in place to do a crossover show between FBI and SVU, the one Chicago universe. Wow. So well, Dick ahead. Wolf is plotting uh, this, and so. Apparently, FBI may join the same shared universe as NBC's Law and & Order and the hashtag OneChicago franchise, or OneChicago franchise, I should say. Executive producer Dick Wolf has revealed that he's in the very early stages of plotting a very rare internetwork crossover between his CBS and NBC dramas, according to Variety. So, Wolf has not yet decided whether or not this crossover will involve FBI or the forthcoming spinoff FBI. FBI most wanted. The show that is ultimately chosen will likely cross paths between uh, with NBC Chicago PD or Law and Order SVU. You were going to say something. Go ahead. Uh, no. Uh, 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 the 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 shocking thing about this is the idea of 
crossover on two different networks. That mm-hmm. happens a lot, especially when things are produced by the same company, but definitely on the same network, where you'll have a character from one a show on a network, normally it's the more popular show, go to a less popular show to shine a light on and makes it a, it makes it a TV event. And lots of times they'll do, they'll, what they'll, how they'll do it is, they'll start a story on one show. Uh, so they'll start the story on, on SVU, which is an established huge hit that's been on for like, what, 20 years now or something? Close to it. Um, the story will start on, like, somebody will be murdered on that show. And then the FBI will be involved and they'll be called in and we'll find out who the killer was on uh, part two on FBI. So it's, but the, what makes it unusual is to have it cross networks. This Correct. is pretty huge. If Dick Wolf can, the only somebody as powerful as a Dick Wolf, a TV creator like him, would be able to get two different networks to co sign on promoting two different networks' shows. That, that, it, yeah, he's got some power because the average uh, Joe person, Joe or Joanna Blow, would not be able to do that. But he's got some definite, uh, some definite power there. So, but technically, this is not the first time that one of Wolf's shows crossed over with a show on another network. So, SVU's det- detective John Munch appeared on season five of uh, The Wire on HBO. Yeah, but that's a little different to me that it was you have somebody from a network show going on to HBO versus two competing uh, broad over the air broadcast networks. That's to me right, right, no, no, it's 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 not. Yeah, I know it's not two over the air, but it technically technically it's not the first time. So although of a lesser extent and to a lesser degree, um, he's had practice with this before, apparently. All right, so the question is, Tanchi, if you could have characters from one show cross over to another show, you could do your a dream crossover episodes, what would it be? Hmm, that's a really good question. Would it involve any of the characters from Trinkets? No, it would not. <laughs> I don't know them well enough for them to cross over into so- to, to something. Um, but that would be interesting. You know what? What I'm going to have to do is go back and look at all the things that, because that would be kind of good. If we went back and looked at the shows that we reviewed and th- thought about which characters would work well on all, just amongst the shows we reviewed. Oh my God. You know, that, that would be really fun. So for me, I can think of a couple things. What instantly came to mind to me was animated things because animated okay. shows are, are famous for crossovers. Yes. Um, to me, what I would love is a Bob's Burger, uh, Bob, Bob's Burgers American Dad crossover episode would be hilarious or even crazier. I don't know how they would do it. I would love to see a final space crossover with uh uh with something like uh uh star trek i don't know how it'd be crazy <laughs> star trek star trek discovery i don't know how they become animated but i love both those shows that take place in space it'd be super fun to see something like that happen or another space thing i would love to see lost in space uh end up finding their way into the star trek universe mm. that would be crazy that would be fun. really good i think all of what you mentioned is crazy and i just thought about something when you mentioned it bob's burger and king of the hill oh that would be crazy yeah that would be, that would be crazy and another thing now there's these are all these are both uh uh shana rhyme shows and and she's already done one crossover that was really great was when she had uh olivia pope from scandal mm-hmm. go on to how to get away with murder but uh, it's i need a trifecta of of shonda i need you to have the characters of uh of uh how to get away with murder end up at seattle grace in some kind of way i need i need them on gray's anatomy i don't know how you're gonna get how, how you're gonna get viola davis there but there's a way to do it and it would be an epic episode it, that would be an epic crossover please make it so hmm. wow all this sounds like it costs lots of money but good luck <laughs> wow well, anyway, I, I think that shonda has enough coins to make it happen oh yeah she's got more than enough coins so make it happen shonda and that's it! We have come to the end of a perfectly good TV channeling on time for once. Even though we didn't talk about the Empire star that just got arrested, because apparently everybody involved with that show is just, they're troubled <laughs> with that production. Oh my God. You, you just did. So thank you. 
<laughs> All right, Tachi. So if people want to listen to other episodes of TV Channel, because we have an incredible back catalog. It is amazing. How can they do it? What are the platforms where they can listen? Thank you, Kevin. Well, you can listen and subscribe and rate us on all of these different platforms. We're on Stitcher. We're on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. We're also on Google Play. We're on Spotify. We're on TuneIn Radio. You can check us out on tvchanneling.com and Every Tuesday and Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, we are live on WJMSRadio.com. So you can either listen to us archived or listen to the live show, which is a lot of fun. And then feel free to, you know, get us on social media. You could do it live while we're on. That would be kind of good if you uh, did some live social media at us while you were uh, listening, because we're always on there. And Kevin actually will tell you where that there is. All right. We are all over the place on social media. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Snapchat. We're on my personal favorite, Twitter. And we're also uh, on Anchor. Uh, uh, on every other platform, we're known as simply TV channeling. But on Anchor, we're known as TV channeling reruns. And we would love to hear from you on any of those platforms. On Anchor, you can actually leave us a voice message. And we might actually play your question or comment on the show which would be really cool and if there's anything going on in pop culture that you want to hear tachi and my take on let us know if there is a show that you would like us to review if there are some bad girls or bad boys out there that we don't know about let us know we will review them with a quickness yay bo that means good Anyway, (laughs) thank you guys so much for being here. I really, really enjoy doing this show with you, Kevin. So thank you. Every time we do it is such a treat. So happy to be with you yet again. As I'm with you, I again, I love playing Six Degrees of Tachi whenever we do any kind of story and there's some kind of Tachi connection. I know there are people out there doing some kind of drinking game. Whenever Tachi mentions her connection to some other thing, they're like, uh-oh, drink, drink, drink. So anyway, <laughs> please don't drive after listening to our show. No, Andy Cohen is loving you right now <laughs> with the drinking games. So... If you have any questions, any comments or whatever, as Kevin mentioned, you could get us on get at us at our social media. And you can also email us if you wanted to. We are TV channeling at gmail.com and just put your uh, comments or questions there as well. Oh, but, yeah, and, 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 and also contain, and don't forget, like Tachi was saying earlier, please subscribe and leave us a nice review mm-hmm. because we're nice people. We Other than the whole that. nun in front of buses thing. And that I'm was only Kevin. Pretty, I'm a pretty nice guy. That was only Kevin. Remember that. Yeah, Not Tashi me. was there when I did it. Nope. Yes, she was. I turned. I, nope, I didn't she see She was it. the lookout. <laughs> she drove the getaway car. Anyway, <laughs> as we always, well, let's end the way we always end. <laughs> <laughs> Bye from Tachi. And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, if you're watching it, we're talking about it all summer long while I'm protecting the nuns. Cheers! (laughs) Bye.